Welcome to the Eating Habits for Life podcast. I'm Kate Johnston, and I'm an eating habit and weight loss coach for career women. I'll help you become the person who no longer has bad eating habits and loses the weight she really wants to in a way that lasts. Let's start. Hi there, welcome to the podcast. It is getting very close to winter solstice, so I want to talk about creating an exercise habit in the winter. Being that habits are my area of expertise as well as weight loss, I wanted to help you with creating an exercise habit that will help you to feel physically better and then also mentally and emotionally better as well as help you lose some weight. I'm going to share the steps that are absolutely key in creating an exercise habit. They don't involve relying on willpower either. They make it pretty darn easy to create your new habit. So I do just want to mention that most of weight loss comes from changing your eating habits, but there are several other habits that greatly assist with weight loss. Those are creating an exercise habit, of course, drinking plenty of water, having good sleep habits, and then also various other habits that include how you think and how you feel. And those are things that I help you with as well with private coaching. So for example, managing stress helps with weight loss in several ways, one of which is decreasing cortisol levels, and there are lots of different ways to manage stress. But today, I'll focus on creating an exercise habit in the winter because exercise can elevate your mood quite significantly too, and this is especially crucial for those more dreary winter months. I used to not really run that much in the winter and then just sort of start up again in the spring and get myself back into shape, which never really felt great. But last winter was the first winter that I ran consistently through the winter and last winter was the best winter I've ever had. My mood was so elevated. Also, I felt like I was able to get outside more and be in the sunshine and just be with friends who I run with pretty consistently now. So I used to not want to run outside in the winter because it was cold. My belief was that it would be more uncomfortable than running in the summer. But interestingly, I have found that running in the winter can actually be more comfortable than running in the summer. You can only take off so many clothes in the summer, right? But in the winter, you can bundle up and be as warm as you want to be when you start out. And you can always shed layers, right? And the warmer, you get warmer as you go. So you can always start off on the chillier side, but then know in a few minutes that you'll be quite comfortable. And sorry, I just realized that I have a piece of gum in my mouth. I apologize. It's too late now. <laughs> so it's important to mention that if there are other people involved, even if it's just someone that you live with being involved with your physical activity, your exercise activity, there is that social connection component as well. And in the winter, when we tend to hole up in our cozy homes, sometimes the social component is less than that in the warmer weather. So connecting with others is especially important in the winter. This will help to elevate your mood in general, which is great for your health and happiness, but also an elevated mood in general will help you lose weight because you'll just feel more energized and motivated to do the things that will help you to lose weight. 
Another benefit of creating an exercise habit in the winter is that it will help you to manage your weight more easily. And you don't necessarily have to go outside to exercise in the winter. You can also exercise indoors, of course. You can go to the gym, you can do yoga, Pilates, even an indoor sport like soccer, volleyball, or basketball. Those sports aren't just for kids. There's actually lots of adult leagues for sports like that. And you can do even just an at-home exercise program. There are lots of YouTube videos to choose from. And for outdoor exercise activities, you can simply start an exercise habit of going for walks. It doesn't have to be something strenuous like going for a run or a 10-mile hike in the mountains. It can simply be going for a walk and enjoying the sounds of nature or listening to a podcast episode or music or taking your dog for a walk or walking with a friend or family member. You can even bring a travel mug of coffee or tea with you to help keep you warm. That was That's sort of, um, I thought, was a treat when my husband Paul and I would take our dog Johnny on long walks in the winter. It was like, oh, let's make some coffee for ourselves before we go and take it with us. All right, so whatever you choose is completely up to you. And now I want to tell you how to create an exercise habit for the winter with some easy steps. So <clears throat> once you've chosen your activity or if you want to do two different activities, that's fine too. Determine what you can commit to a few times a week. Now, a few times a week is ideal to start out with, but if you can only commit to once a week to start off with, that's fine too. We can always increase from there. But think of it like this. What are you 90 to 100% confident you can commit to each week? Even on a busy day or like if you're feeling extra tired, think about what you can 90 to 100% commit to each week. And why I don't say 100%, why I say like roughly 90 to 100% is because some people feel like they just can't 100% commit to something because something urgent or emergent might come up, right? And that's totally normal, totally understandable. So maybe it's going for a 10-minute walk three days a week, or maybe it's going to the gym on, say, Tuesday and Thursday for an hour each time. Maybe it's playing in a volleyball league one day a week and then doing a 10-minute home exercise program two days a week. So you get to decide and don't worry about if you feel like it's only a teeny tiny commitment. You will build upon this. You just want to choose something that you are 90 to 100% confident you can commit to or pretty darn close to that. So you may feel like a 10-minute walk once a week is not enough, but think about it like this. We are just starting out with something to prove to your brain that you can follow through on your intention. And then we can always build upon that, like I mentioned, but you have to get started somewhere in order to do that, right? So if you can only commit to 10 minute walk one day a week, it's better to start there than not start at all. So no, a 10 minute walk once a week is not necessarily going to help you lose weight. It's going to elevate your mood, even just that 10 minute walk, right? And it's going to be something that starts the exercise habit. It's going to be the thing that you can follow through on easily and show your brain that you are the type of person that can say she'll do something and then follow through. And again, that 10 minute walk once a week was just an example. So 
being the person and showing your brain that you are the person that can say that you'll do something and then follow through on it is very important for building habits. It's almost like your brain needs to, of course, first believe that you will follow through. But then what helps is giving your brain actual evidence, allowing it to actually see proof that you did follow through in order to make it more likely that you'll continue that thing, that activity, that behavior. And when we want it to be more likely that you'll continue, we want it to be more likely that you'll continue so that you can actually create an exercise habit, right? You need to do something frequently enough and consistently enough that it actually becomes a habit. A new neural pathway has formed that has that basically is that habit, right? So next, you're going to actually choose specifically when you will exercise. Get as specific as possible because then you're more likely to follow through. If it's just sort of like a vague plan, you're going to be much more likely to ignore it. If it's something that you've determined that you're going to do say Monday, Wednesday, Friday at lunchtime, then because it's a specific plan, your brain will actually be much more likely to follow through come Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at lunchtime. So think about it like this. It's kind of like a date that you've set with yourself or an appointment that you've set with yourself. You can even put it into your calendar or your planner. Speaking of planners, let me tell you, my husband Paul and I both love planners. We like the good old-fashioned handwritten ones. So we get a little bit excited when we see like the nice masculine minimalist ones. That's kind of both of our styles. I feel like career people in general tend to like planners or get a little bit excited about planners. All right, so next step is you're going to set yourself up for success. You're going to ask yourself what will make it easier to actually follow through on the thing you're going to do exercise-wise. That could be setting an alert on your phone for the time that you wanted to do the exercise activity. It could be getting the outfit out that you'll wear or putting your sneakers in a visible spot to serve as a reminder. So you'll want to think of at least one thing that will help remind you and also help you follow through on the action itself, something that'll make the the activity, the exercise easier, right? So sneakers will certainly make exercise easier than if you're wearing your dress shoes to go out for a three mile walk, right? And then every single time you want to do that exercise or that activity, Use the same thing to help you follow through. Get consistent with that. So you're not only getting into the habit of doing that same exercise, but also getting in the habit of using that same reminder or using that same thing that will make the exercise easier to actually follow through on. So let me give you an example. When I was going to the gym every day after work, I would keep my gym bag in a visible spot in my bedroom to remind me to pack my gym clothes and sneakers the night before. That way, I wasn't forgetting to pack them the next morning. And soon, it became a habit to pack my bag for the gym, so it became much easier for it to become a habit to actually go to the gym, right? I didn't even need to think about it anymore. I just went through the motions every day of packing my gym bag and going to the gym after work. I would see my gym bag, pack it, and then grab it the next morning before work 
And it was just like, this is as good as done. Like I'm going to the gym, right? And so when it became a habit to go to the gym after work, I went regardless of if I had the energy to go to the gym. It wasn't even a question in my brain. And that's because it just became so consistent. And that's the beauty of when things actually truly become a habit. You don't even need to use any brain power. You aren't even really tempted. I mean, maybe if you're feeling terrible, right? Of course, if you're feeling sick, you're going to make the decision to maybe not go to the gym or not do the exercise, you know, but you don't let, say, um, you know, a little bit lower energy level deter you because you're already in the habit of going to the gym or doing whatever it is that you decided was your exercise um, activity or your habit. You would actually feel odd if you didn't. So, you sometimes you won't feel like you have the energy to do the things that are important to you and so unless it's actually become a habit you're going to have to use a lot of willpower to get yourself to the gym and so that's where habits are really handy because you're using a lot of brain power using a lot of mental energy throughout your day and so if you want to be able to continue with these healthier eating habits, healthier exercise habits, sleep habits, hydration habits, all the things, you want to make it so that you don't have to use a lot of willpower, especially at the end of your day or a lot of mental energy to make that decision. You want it to just be automatic. It's just something that you do. And so that's why it's just so fun when you can turn a behavior into a habit. So you don't even really need to think about it. All right. So the next step for creating an exercise habit for the winter is to reward yourself afterward. This can either be with something internal, like a really positive thought that you have about yourself or the thing that you did that then creates a positive feeling in your body, or it can be something external, like I don't know, let's just say using a more luxurious body lotion after your shower, after your exercise activity, right? So whatever you'd consider to be a fun little reward to yourself, it can be either that external thing or the internal thing. I do recommend that it's not food or alcohol related. And if you want some ideas for non-food rewards, I have an entire podcast episode on this. It's episode 79. And it's called Nine Non-Food Rewards for Challenging Days. However, you can use these rewards for any time, for accomplishments or for getting through something challenging. Now, I also really like choosing your reward ahead of time so that you can anticipate the reward because that actually provides a little bit more of a dopamine hit. So dopamine provides that feeling of, of pleasure And research shows that it is released not just with the reward itself, but also with the anticipation of the reward. So that can be very motivating to help you follow through on the exercise activity, whatever it may be. So once you have gotten pretty comfortable with following through on your intentions of whatever exercise it was and for whatever frequency or duration, you can slowly increase from there or you can just keep it the same. In general though, the more frequent you do a behavior, the more likely it will become that habit or the more quickly it will become a habit. 
especially if it's done at the same time every day or roughly the same time at the same location or in the same situation or circumstance. So that could even mean that you do a few little exercises in your home office after every meeting. So you might have meetings at varying times each day of the week, but that would be an example of doing it in the same situation or circumstance and certainly in the same location, your home office. All right, so follow these simple steps for creating an exercise habit for the winter that will then carry over into the warmer months as well. You will reap the physical, mental, and emotional benefits from doing so. It is such a small investment of time and energy that has substantial return on investment. But remember to start small so that you don't feel like it's a huge investment with time and energy and start start with something that you're 90 to 100% confident you can do even on a day that you're busy or tired. All right, and if you haven't grabbed my new free course, Crushing Bad Eating Habits, Simple Solutions for Career Women, you can get that right on the episode page on my website or right in the episode description if you're listening from a podcast listening app, or if you're watching me on YouTube right now, you'll see several links, and one of those is for the free course. There is an accompanying workbook that will help you with these simple solutions so that you have a plan going forward. And these solutions I made like really simple, like low-hanging fruit so that you can have easy success. You can have those small wins. So it's not anything overwhelming. It doesn't take a lot of time either. And then speaking of watching on YouTube, watching instead of listening to these podcast episodes can be much more engaging. For some people, listening is just easier, but watching can be much more engaging and easier for you to actually pay attention. So you'll get more out of this. So find me on YouTube and subscribe to my channel, Kate Johnston Coaching. New episodes come out on YouTube a little bit earlier than they come out in the podcast apps, usually a a day, maybe even two days earlier. Fun. Thanks so much for listening or watching. Take care and I'll talk with you next week. Become the person who loves her eating habits and her body so you can enjoy more of your life. I'll help. Start now by just setting up a time to talk with me by visiting Kate M johnston.com forward slash consult.